see you connected and growing in the church. So before service starts, let me tell you a little bit about Westover, what we offer and what to expect today. If you spend just a little bit of time with us, you'll probably hear the phrase, making new and making great. It's our mission statement. And let me share what it means. Making new refers to the new life you experience when you become a Christ follower. Making great is the great life God has for all who live a life devoted to Him. We want you to experience both here at Westover Hills. To learn more about what we offer, stop by our Connection Center. We'd like to greet you, get to know a little about you, and give you a special gift. Plus, answer any questions you might have. One way we're reaching others with Jesus is our Cafe with a Cause. If you're looking for a snack or a cup of coffee on the weekend, or want a hot meal before our midweek service, visit this cafe by the West Entrance. All proceeds from Cafe with a Cause are sent to CoreLove, an international organization dedicated to helping orphans in need. We value your children, and it's important for them to enjoy church and learn about Jesus. That's why we provide age-appropriate classes designed just for them during all services. We have a great team of staff and volunteers who offer care and classes for little ones through fifth grade. To sign up your child, stop by the registration area. Our children's check-in system allows us to keep track of all children in our care and gives us a way to contact you if your child needs attention. You can also use the system to alert us of your child's allergies, medical conditions, or special needs. If you're uncomfortable leaving your child somewhere new on your first visit, we understand. So you're welcome to attend classes with your child until they've adjusted. For parents with newborns, we have a wiggle giggle room at the back of the auditorium, which you're welcome to use until your child is a few months old and ready for the nursery. If you keep your child in the auditorium with you, we ask that you please step out if your child begins crying as a courtesy to those around you. Westover Students is a great place for your middle and high schoolers to hang out with friends and grow closer to God with worship and teaching that speaks to their age group. We offer services for both middle and high school during all weekend service time. Our student services take place in the Student Center. Service will begin soon, so get ready for the worship team to lead us as we celebrate our Creator and seek His presence. We encourage expressive worship, so feel free to clap and lift your hands as we sing. One of our pastors will then share a message before we end with a formal dismissal. All together, we'll be here about 75 minutes. Every service includes a time to give. We believe in giving generously and cheerfully, just as the Bible instructs. We make it easy to participate in this act of worship by offering several giving methods. You can give in service using provided envelopes, give online through our app or giving kiosk, or give by text using your smartphone. Well, thanks again for joining us. We hope we've answered any of your questions and you got a chance to know us a little better. We now invite you to stand and join us in giving praise to our God as our worship team leads us.
again We can hide away Come flood this place We're ready now It's all about to change Let your kingdom
Come on, church, put your hands together this morning. We declare victory in Jesus' name. We declare victory over the enemy. We will shout once more down. today in this place he is worthy thank you God at this time I want to invite the prayer team to come forward we're going to enter a time of prayer and worship and as we continue to worship I want to invite us today if there are people here that need prayer the Bible says to come to him and he will meet us where we are so during this song I want to invite you to just step forward We want to pray with you. We want to believe God. We believe as a church that we are better together. So we want to just invite you to come forward as we sing this next song and allow us to pray with you and believe God for you in this place today. The rest of us, can we lift our hands towards the heavens in faith and declare that God can do above all that we can ask or think in this place today. Come on, let faith arise today in this place. Yes, God, have your way, Lord. Quakes before Moved by the sound of his voice And seas that are shaken and stirred Will be calmed and broken for my regard Through it all, through it all My eyes are on
How many desire more of the presence of the Lord in this place today? Come on, from the balcony to the main floor, come and lift up our hands towards the heavens. I feel that the presence of the Lord is in this place. And I believe that by the Spirit of God, He is calling us to go deeper, to go deeper to a new place, to a different place than we've ever been before. And the same way as a child is reluctant to dive deep into the waters, as my son would be. But knowing that his father is there ready to pick him up, ready to hold him, all fear is gone. In that same way, I believe that God is calling us to dive deeper into his presence. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You've been asking God for more. You've been asking God to do more in your life. This is the moment you've been waiting for. This is the moment you've been waiting for. So come on, let's just call upon the name of the Lord right now. You don't need another song. You don't need lyrics on a screen. You don't need any music. All you need is your heart. Say, God, I need you. Come on, begin to lift up your voice. Oh, Lord. Come on, the Bible says that if we cry out to God, he will hear us. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Then I will hear from heaven. And tonight, God, we hear your voice. We call upon the name of the Lord. We cannot do it on our own. We've tried many times. We've tried to be strong. We've tried to make it on our own. But tonight, today, God, we declare that you are our provider, that you are the source of our strength, that you are our Savior, our Redeemer, our Healer. You are the powerful God. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are.
singing here today as we are asking God to open up the windows of heaven in this place I hear the voice of God telling us back are you open are you open is your heart open are you ready to receive everything that I have for you today in this place are you ready church so come on with every every heart open every hand lifted high let's sing it out together
welcome to Westover Hills. I'm Lizette, and I want to thank you for joining us at our Northwest campus. We're so glad you're with us, and we want you to stay connected throughout the week. So take a moment to download the Westover app. It's a great way to follow along and take notes during service. Just make sure your phone is set to silent. Our pathway to making great is connecting, growing, and serving. And we have a few next steps to help you on your way. Join us in all services June 30th and July 1st for our annual Patriotic Weekend. Pastor Jim will share an inspiring message as we celebrate One Nation Under God. Don't miss it! Parents, if you're looking for ways to encourage your students' creativity during the summer, sign them up for our summer theater camp. From July 9th through the 14th, middle and high schoolers who are interested in acting or dancing will spend the week honing their craft, learning from experts and professionals in their fields. The camp will end with two performances for friends and family. Register your student by June 24th. Every year, we celebrate every woman's birthday with one big party. And as you might have guessed, this year, it's a costume party. Westover women, come to the gym at 7 p.m. on Friday, July 20th to celebrate our birthdays at this 80s and 90s themed party. We'll have contests for best dressed and best hair, a gift exchange, and lots of fun. Register by July 15th, and don't forget to bring a wrapped gift of $10 value to exchange at the event. See you there. Find information on these events and more on our website, westoverhills.church. Click on our events page where you'll find featured events and a complete calendar of our upcoming opportunities. Learn more about Westover Hills and what we have to offer at our Next Steps class. You can learn about our vision and values, find a ministry or life group, become a member, and more. Find more information and sign up online. And don't forget to download the Westover app where you can find these same events, follow along with today's sermon, find a recent message, get in touch with the pastor, and a whole lot more. Thanks for being here. We hope you enjoy the rest of the service, and we'll see you again soon. Greetings, Westover. Whether you're joining us here in the house or joining us online, we are so delighted that you're here. Welcome home. Just want to let you know, if you happen to be a first-time guest with us, we are so delighted that you're here with us today. If you feel comfortable, I want to invite you to retrieve a Connect card that's found in the seat back that's right in front of you. We'd love for you to fill it out, and then you can deposit it in the offering bucket as it goes by in just a moment. But what we'd really love for you to do is take the Connect card to one of our connection centers as you exit the building today. A member of our team would love to greet you, would love to meet you, and love to give you a gift just as a way to say thank you for being with us today. Because you matter to God, you also matter to us, and we're delighted that you're here. At this time, I want to invite the ushers to step forward as we continue to worship the Lord through giving. Now, this weekend is a special weekend because we're honoring fathers. But I want us to pause today and let's honor our Heavenly Father. He's been so good to us. He's given us another day of life, and He deserves our very, very best. And one of the ways that we honor Him is through our tithes and our offering. And so as you give today, I just want to encourage you to give with joy and gratitude in your heart for what the Lord has done in your family and in your life. And there are three ways for you to give here today at Westover. If you happen to give check or cash, we ask that you use a giving envelope that's found in the seat back that's in front of you. You can give online through our website, or you can give as I give through our text to give number. We would love for you to designate your gifts in that way. Let's go to the Lord and thank Him for today. God, we come to you. Receive our tithes and our offerings with our deepest gratitude, Lord, for the way that you've been faithful. 
Use it to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, I want to speak with the parents and even the grandparents today. In just a couple of days, we're going to be having our first ever student conference here at Westover. And we want your students to attend. I want to tell you that our student ministry has gone above and beyond to provide great programming for your students. There's going to be two concerts, three main sessions, breakout sessions, a lock-in, and much, much more. But more importantly, we have created an opportunity for your students to encounter the living Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want your students here because we want to invest in them. We want to advance them. And I firmly believe that God's going to take your student from where they're at to a different place, a greater place in them. They're going to experience the Holy Spirit. They're going to experience the touch of the Lord. And I believe that God's going to give them a vision for what he has in store for them. So we don't want your students to miss out. If you haven't registered, that's perfectly okay. You can actually register the first day of the conference Thursday, June the 21st at 5 p.m. Just come by, register them for $139. This is one investment in your student's life that you won't regret at all. Now prepare your hearts for today's message. God bless you. Well, Westover, allow me to just say happy Father's Day to all of our dads here today. Thank you for joining us. Dads, when you leave today, I have a gift for every one of you. At every entrance and exit, we have icing down right now, and I want you to take a dad's root beer. (laughs) So for all of our dads, we have an ice-cold dad's root beer for you to enjoy on your drive home or... Or, I've already seen on Facebook, some saved it and went and uh, baptized some ice cream with it last night. Now, that's pretty good, isn't it? Baptized uh, bluebell ice cream with Dad's root beer. Well, again, thank you for being with us. We're here today to honor our dads. And I'm going to invite you to join me in the Westover app, or if you have your Bible, in Psalm chapter 37. There is a verse there that I'm going to pick out. In fact, I'm going to use a portion of it for my message title today for all of our dads. I want to speak on the thought, the steps of a good man. The steps of a good father. The steps of a good man. Fatherhood. Fathers, there are so many things today that are vying for your attention. You have so many responsibilities. Provide a living Auto maintenance, home maintenance. There's a lawn that always needs attention. There's some power tools that need to be cranked up. There's something that you need to repair and attend to. We have all of these responsibilities, and then there's the more, the, the, the more practical and, and sometimes the more important things of fatherhood. It's putting on that Band-Aid on that alley. yes. It's going to some of those performance events, band or soccer or swimming meet or recital. You have all of these things to show up at. Sometimes there's bedtime stories that you need to read and you've got to inflect with the right voice to bring the character to life. Fathers, you're going to be doing coaching, encouraging, and inspiring 
Fatherhood is not for the weak. It's not for the timid. It's not for the clueless. Fatherhood is a a challenge, but it's one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do, being a father. In Psalm chapter 37, verse number 23, and I'm going to read a portion of this from the King James Version. I, I, I like the phraseology in the King James Version of this verse. It says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Uh, you could put the word father in there. Now, I know from the text it's, it, it's not gender specific. It's men and women. But for today, allow me to apply it to us fathers. The steps of a good father, the steps of a good man, they're ordered of the Lord. Did you notice the scripture did not say the leaps of a good man? The jumps of a good man, but the steps. Of a good man. Why? Because it's telling us it's doable. It's doable. Steps. Not everyone can leap and you can't leap continuously. You try to leap or jump a little bit and you're going to be exhausted. And there's a point you say, I just can't do it anymore. But the scripture says the steps. In other words, it's doable. Successful parenting is more like stepping stones and not giant leaps. I think that's good news for all of us dads. It's good news. You you don't have to to be on and perfect all the time. You don't have to leap tall buildings with a single bound. You don't have to be faster than a speeding bullet or more powerful than a locomotive. Just follow through the steps of a good man. The very next verse, verse number 24 It says of this good man, though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds his hand. I don't know about you, I think that's good news. That that lets us know now we can falter and not fail in life. We can falter and not fail. The steps of a good man, they're ordered of the Lord, but though he stumble, though he stumble, he will not fall. Dads, we can We can blow it at times. We can make a mistake at times. Have you made a mistake? Did you buy something for your kids and you shouldn't? It was the worst thing I have ever done. Did you ever spank the wrong child? You know what I'm talking about? Did you ever walk in and you figured it out right away? Who was the culprit? And you laid down the law and the punishment right then and there, only to find out later you'd spanked the wrong child. Yes, yes, we've done that. We can falter and not fail. You see, there are missteps. Your steps are ordered of the Lord, but it, it, it gives us this encouragement. There, there are going to be missteps. Though you, though you stumble, you will not fall. As a father in the morning, you can feel like Anakin Skywalker and by evening Darth Vader. Yes, you will have the ups and you'll have the downs. Fatherhood, although challenging, will make mistakes. But the encouragement is our steps are ordered of the Lord. And for just a little bit, I want to talk to fathers. First, to fathers, I want to say to every dad in this room and those that are watching this live stream, just be faithful. Just be faithful. 
Dads, we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be right every time. Just be true. What do I mean by that? If you made a mistake, just say it. Just be be true. Just say, guess what? I blew it. Apologize to your kids. Just, Just be faithful. We don't have to be correct and right. Be true. Just do your best. Put your best in. There will be moments of laughter. There will be smile. Moments of inspiration. Times that you'll just have to sit down and relate to your kids. Tell them the truth. Occasionally there's going to be a lump in your throat because your heart is going to be wrenched. Just be faithful. I want to encourage all of our dads. All of our dads. Maintain a good dad-itude. Maintain a good dad-itude. Just have the attitude of a dad. Blow some things off. Excuse some things. Give your kids a mulligan. Tell them it's not the worst thing. Tell them to just brush it off. Just forget it. Leave it behind. Just maintain a good dad-itude. There's something about just putting on the, the, the dad cape. I don't have to be Superman. I don't have to be a superhero. I'm just going gonna, gonna to be a dad. And that involves quality time. Now, I know today, dads, we're pulled in every direction. But make sure there's quality time with your kids. Maybe a couple evenings a week, you just say, everyone's going to be at the dinner table. And when you're at the dinner table, you're going to turn off all the electronic devices. You're going to put the cell phone over there. The computer's going to be closed up. No television going on. And we're going to do something that's called conversation. And just have some quality time together. Make sure to have fun. And dad, just enjoy the journey. Everything doesn't have to be serious. Have fun with it. There's one thing I've determined in life, and I've said it for years, and I continue to say it. If I'm going to do something, I'm just going to have fun at it. Whether it's vacation or work or this or that or a task or an assignment, whatever we're going to do, we're going to have fun doing it. Dads, just bring fun and humor into it. Moreover, be firm and be flexible. But be firm on values, flexible on style. And sometimes we reverse them. Sometimes, Dad, we can be firm on style and flexible on values. What am I talking about? Well, you know, kid in my home is going to have a tattoo while they're living under my roof. Firm on style. But by the same token, by the same token... There's no values in force. We let our kids determine where they're going to go to church. We let our kids determine who they're going to date. We let our kids determine what they're going to do with their spare time. We, when it comes to values, we're flexible. But when it comes to some of the style, we become firm. Here it is. Inverted. Be flexible on style. They may have hair the color of Crayola. Okay, that's all right. Let it be. It's not worth the fight. But in your values, be firm. The Bible tells us this. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 4. Fathers, don't provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up in the discipline and the instruction that comes from the Lord. There it is. 
There it is. On the non-essential things, don't don't make them angry. Don't, Don't take it to the angry point. Anger is always losing. If we ever take up an opinion to the point of anger, dads, we're losing the war. And the scripture says, don't take the issues and the, the, the styles, the non-essentials to the point of anger. But in the area of values, bring them up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. And for that I say, be firm with your values and flexible on your style. Just be faithful. Be faithful. Number two, I want to talk to stepfathers. For stepfathers. I have an admonishment for stepfathers today, and that is love unconditionally. Love unconditionally. How do you do that? You express love by by giving grace. They tell us today that in America, it's very prevalent, a third of all children will grow up in a home where there is a a step-parent. It's very much a part of our culture, and there's an area of being a stepfather that often they feel uncelebrated. You know, Hollywood depicts dads as being buffoons and stepdads as being insensitive and overbearing. There are, there are no, there are no fairy tales with a stepfather as a hero. And stepfathers, you feel it and you sense it. Sometimes you, you feel ignored and villainized. And for a moment, just let me just talk to you. Stepfathers love unconditionally. Can I tell you, Joseph? Joseph? Joseph and Mary? Joseph in the Bible was a stepfather. You have the opportunity to step in and make a difference. And for all of our stepfathers, I want to thank you for stepping in. And my encouragement to you, my encouragement to you is love unconditionally. Stepfathers, becoming a couple doesn't immediately make you a family. You've already realized that. Becoming a couple doesn't immediately make you a family. They tell us that in the dating relationship, it takes about 18 months for a a man and a woman dating to kind of bond. If you say it was love at first sight, no, it wasn't. It was infatuation at first sight. Maybe your, your heart got tickled by it and you were drawn by it, but it takes about 18 months to move past infatuation And really, there is this bond of a man and woman coming together, and they're ready for marriage. Now, let me talk about a read marriage. Let me talk to stepfathers. After that 18 months, maybe 24 months for some, the marriage takes place. Do you know that that experts tell us it takes three to five years for the children to feel like it's a family? It takes three to five years once the marriage has taken place for the kids to have a sense this is a family. And many stepfathers, you can, you can be in a, in a stepfamily context and you've had the 18 months and you've bonded and you've created a conversation and you think of friendship with the kids. Then you step into the marriage 
and difficulty comes. And sometimes that tears at the family and that tears at the marriage. Understand, it's a journey for the kids, for their hearts to move from just liking or sometimes tolerating to a moment of becoming a family. And know this, stepdads, a strong step marriage is so critical to build a strong step family. You have to build the marriage, and then out of the marriage comes the strong family. But it's a journey to get there. And some of us, we're caught right now in that journey. Some of us, you're, you're, you're thinking it's never going to happen. Perhaps you've retreated and say it can't happen. It can happen. But it's a journey. It takes time. And for stepdads, let me just share with you a couple thoughts here. Number one, number one, don't overstep. Don't overstep. There are many unique barriers to overcome to create a step family. And you're not going to step in the home right away or that person move into your home and right away you're going to have rules that are on the refrigerator and this is how it is and you've proven it, it works. And it works with your kids so it should work with her kids and you think just immediately it's going to happen and sometimes in that we can overstep And what starts off to be a parental issue can become a marital issue. Give those kids time to work through their feelings. Give them time. There's something about about your kids. They they trust you, but the stepchildren, they they have to journey in that trust process. There's a sense of earning and there's a sense of of, of their heart bonding in it. So don't overstep. Number two, I share with you. Sometimes you need to wisely sidestep some issues. Your steps will be ordered of the Lord, but sometimes you need to sidestep some issues. There are some conversations in the home stepfathers don't get involved in. Don't get involved in talk, unwholesome talk about the other family. That will be self-sabotage. Don't talk about the kids' other father or how they were treated in the other home. Don't compare your home to that home. That can be self-sabotage. There's sometimes you need to wisely just sidestep some issues. What do you do then, pastor? I, I, I can't overstep. I need to sidestep. What do I do? Love unconditionally. Just put your heart out. Love those kids. Love their mother. And that is the basis to nurture and encourage a great family to emerge. For all of our stepfathers, I want to give you a survival kit. Can I do that? A survival kit for stepfamilies. A survival kit for our stepfathers. It's found in Philippians chapter 4, verse number 8. Eight things you need to focus in. Don't worry about whether they close the door. Don't worry about whether they turn off the light. Don't worry about if they crank the air conditioner down too much. Don't worry about if they spend too long at the refrigerator with the refrigerator door open. Don't worry about if they put the lid on the milk jug on tight. Don't, don't, Don't focus on those things. But here's what you can focus on in order to love unconditionally. Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. One author said, every family needs what he called a hooray jar. I like that. A hooray jar. What is a hooray jar? It's a jar that through the week, every time you see the kids or your stepkids do something right, write it down and put it in the jar. They close the door, write it down, put it on the jar. But it's their job to do that, but write it down. Just go with me, okay? Sometimes we can remember the wrong. Sometimes we can focus on the two wrong things they did today. Here's what I want to encourage you. Look at the eight things they did right. They, they, they may not have put the laundry up, but guess what? They may have done the, something else right. They, they retrieved something. They brought something. They put it back in place. They took the dishes from the table to the sink, or they loaded them in the dishwasher. They got home on time. They put this up. They, they made sure this was taken care of. They turned this off. They, they attended to something. Write it down. And then at the end of the week, Take the hooray jar out and begin to read it and celebrate. Celebrate what they've done right. Here's what the scripture says. If there's anything praiseworthy, think on that. And if you will begin to look for ways to celebrate and appreciate the the family, the stepchildren, can I tell you, that goes so far. For them... That's loving unconditionally. You chose not to focus on the mistake and the, the, uh, the thing they forgot to do, but you celebrate the good. It will motivate them to try harder and be better. So for all of our, all of our stepdads, here's what I want to encourage you. Love unconditionally. Thirdly, I want to share with you And I want to speak for a moment to the single fathers. Single fathers. And for all of our single fathers, here's what I want to encourage you. Hold on to hope. Hold on to hope. Single fathers, divorce doesn't end family. It reorganizes it. And I know for single dads, Divorce can feel like it ends family. And if it can feel like a, a profound loss. It, 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 can, it can feel like, like your, your insides, that somebody just stabbed you in the, the depth of your spirit in your heart. It can be a pain that is, that is so pronounced in your heart. And in that moment... You can give up hope. I'll never be a dad. I'll never be able to see my kids. I'll never be able to spend the time with them I want. I won't be able to have. And sometimes there's, there's distance that separates. That's tough. And sometimes there's the every other weekend or certain times. And all of these issues can just dampen and sometimes destroy your hopes. And for all of our single dads today, I want to encourage you, hold on to hope. Being a 
Being a single father is the hardest job you're going to ever do. Your social life will suffer. You're going to feel like you're pulled in every direction, and at times you're going to feel exhausted. Everyone is going to tell you a way that you could do a better job. And you're going to feel like times that you're the, a failure and you've, you've lost something in life. You're going to feel convl- conflicted. You've got to be one place, but you want to be somewhere else. And for just a moment, I want to give our single dads, our single fathers, I want to deposit three don'ts and three B's into your spirit. Real quickly, number one, the first don't, don't be angry. You only harm yourself and you're going to only harm your children. Don't be angry. It, it, you may feel like it was unjust and maybe some elements that are unfair. Don't be angry because it will only hurt you and your children. Number two, don't share your personal frustrations of being a single parent with the kids. They don't need to hear that. Don't, don't triangulate them into that conversation. Don't bring them in behind the curtain of your, of your hurts and your disappointments and your frustration. And that's going to be tough to do. That's going to be tough to do, yes. And number three, the third don't, don't criticize your ex. Because that's still their mother. That's still the kid's mother. Don't criticize the ex. Real quickly, three B's. Number one, be reliable. Be reliable. If you're to pick up Friday at 5 o'clock, be there five minutes till. Just be reliable. Show up to the band practice. Show up to the football game. Show up to the recital. Be, be there. Be reliable. To be there. There are moments, there are moments you're not going to want to be there. There are moments it'll be easier to not go and not to face, but show up, be there. And number three, important, important stepdads, important stepfathers, regarding your kids, be their dad, not their friend. Be their dad and not their friend. Sometimes when, particularly when there's alienation or separation or you don't see the kids as often, Sometimes we can jump in the mode to want to be their friend and be their buddy. And you just need to be their parent. Don't cross that generational line. If you have a 12-year-old, their best friends need to be 11, 12, and 13. They don't need to be adults. If you have children that are 8 and 9, their best friends need to be 8 and 9. You need to be their dad. And sometimes what we want to do is we want to just overdo in the moment. We want to be their friend. If the best thing you can be for them is just to be their dad. Be their dad and don't focus on being their friends. So I'm about to bring this moment to a conclusion. And I want to conclude by, by praying not only for our fathers, but in particular for our single fathers today. For our single fathers today. So I, I'm going to invite. I want the, want the balcony. I want the balcony. Just stay seated. This will make sense to you. This will make sense to you. Please just be seated. But on the main floor. Would you stand? 
balcony, just be seated. Main floor, would you stand? Yes. Just for a moment. Okay? Now here's what I want to invite you to do. Our single dads, our single fathers, if you're on the main floor now that people are standing, it's a little easier to slip out. Would you come, slip out, and stand right here for this closing prayer? If you're a single father, you're in the whether you're first time with us or you're part of our church family, I want you to come and stand right here in the balcony. If you're a single dad, if you're a single father, would you just stand where you're at? Just identify yourself by standing for this prayer. If you're in the balcony, you're a single dad. Single dads, join me. Join me down here. Thank you. Join me. Thank you. Single dads, here's what Scripture says. Proverbs chapter 13, verse number 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But the Scripture goes on to say, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. This is not the moment and the season you chose. But don't give up on hope. Hold on to hope. If you ever lose hope, then what happens to you? Your heart becomes sick. And I want to share with you for a moment. Please just go ahead and make the... I have something to give all of our single dads. Go ahead and make it available to our single dads in the balcony and on the main floor as well. Please, thank you, gentlemen. How can you... How can you be closer to your kids? How can you be closer to your kids? Please, please, thank you. Go ahead and pass out. Thank you. Hold on to your hopes for them. Don't give up your dreams for your kids. Hold on to even if it's every other weekend or the schedule's not what you want it to be or desire it to be. Hold on to your hopes for your kids. I want to encourage you. Show up for them every time you can. And if there's a clapping moment, you clap louder. If there's a hugging moment, you hug them tighter. Text them as often as you can. Single dads, tell your kids what's in your heart. Let them know your heart. Make sure they know you. Tell them your favorite color, your favorite food, your, your, your favorite song, your favorite location. Tell them who you are. Open up your heart to your kids. Ask forgiveness and give forgiveness. And that's something you can repeat to them more than once. And that never grows tired. That's a, that's a healing agent it's a healing bomb in your heart and the heart of your kids just sow forgiveness in them remind your children that you pray for them and I want to give advice to every single dad here every Mother's Day send their mother a Mother's Day card that's still their mother Take that step. And there'll be times when you'll be on the phone, you'll say a goodbye, and you're going to say, I'm all right, and you're going to be all right. Then you'll hit the button, and that phone will hang up, and your heart will ache within you. 
your heart will just just palpitate inside of you because you can't be in you can't make everything happen for them that you want but I want to encourage you God's going to help you in this moment and you through your heart and through your love through your hopes carve your name in your kids hearts deposit your heart with them your steps and God gives us the grace to overcome our missteps though he stumble yet shall he not fall that's God's promise to you I have given you something and that's a a new pair of socks to remind you your steps are ordered of the Lord okay and inside inside the socks I've tucked a gift card to for you okay dad that's my father's day gift to our single dads there's a gift card there for you let me pray for our dads happy father's day single dads father what a joy it is to call you by that name heavenly father you're the one god that we draw our example from and most fathers in this room feel like we fall way short of that measurement but god when we fall you pick us up i pray over our fathers today and i encourage them and i bless them we thank you god that single fathers They'll just be faithful. God, you're going to honor that. You're going to honor that. And we have the privilege of depositing in our kids. Even when they're grown, we can still make deposits in their heart of the goodness of the Lord. I bless dads. To our stepfathers, thank you, God, that they stepped in. Thank you, God, they took on an assignment and they were willing to walk a second and third mile to create a healthy and a happy step family I pray over them and I bless them I pray over our single dads today some are here and won't see their children on this Father's Day others well but with each one God they carry they carry a, a need and a and a burden for their kids. They carry a hope, a dream for their kids. And I pray, God, that dream will be realized. I pray you'll encourage our single dads today. Lord, that by your grace and by your Holy Spirit, they can see in their kids' life the goodness of the Lord. They can see, God, that you bring back, that you... You bond them together with their kids. Father, in the name of Jesus, just just give them favor and grace today. And I speak blessings over our dads. I thank you for them. And I pray your goodness upon them. And it's in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. As you're dismissed, All of our dads, I have 
ice cold dad's root beer for you as you exit today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.